We're back. It's your boy, Wardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft and owner of BlacksandBitcoin.com, where I stay black, but loving Bitcoin. Everybody is welcome. So this week, well, today, February 14th, is Valentine's Day. And sadly, I don't have a Valentine. I got stood up. So we are going to make the best of it and find the love within. <laughs> uh, and let's start out with some crypto in the news. And also, let me know what y'all think about my new intro music. You know, I'm experimenting with a few things here. All right. We'll just let it kind of play out as we launch into the news. So first up in the news, has Bitcoin bottomed out? Google Trends, uh, Google Trends suggests has data that suggests that Bitcoin price might have bottomed out. They use what they're looking at as far as like they can kind of. If you study Google Trends, there's people out there who do this. Uh, Cliff High, I think, is foremost among them, who actually study like you know data from searches and and basically you know things people are curious about, kind of leading the future trends. And it seems like uh, this despite the interest of the interest in Bitcoin, at, although it reached you know, you know all-time highs out there in, in in December, early January, and tapered off a little bit with you know the the annual January downturn, it seems like it might be picking back up, picking back up. And also, as per our handy little ticker here from CoinDesk, price is up. It's good to be it's good to be in crypto right now. Everything's everything's going up. We're, uh, we'll get to the coin count in a little bit, but um, Bitcoin's up about five hundred, six hundred dollars overnight. I like it. Um, and what else? Uh, and so it seems like just from the Google searches um, that it, everything's kind of uh, heading back in a bullish direction. And there's a lot of technical analysis that goes with this too. Like a lot of the TAs on TradingView, and I highly recommend just even kind of rooting around TradingView a little bit, even if you don't know exactly what they're talking about. It's always good to know what some of the chart readers and, and, the, and the people who have some sort of scientific method think about where crypto and Bitcoin is going. Okay, so the trend is your friend. Just make sure you keep an eye on those Google Trends. Do a little surgery now and then see if the if Bitcoin or cryptocurrency uh, uh, keywords are trending. And you know, buy and hold, hodl. All right. Also, the Fibbies, the FBI, with the help of the the, the Thailand police, nabbed a, a cyber criminal named, all right, let me get this right, a Russian named Sergei Sergeyevich Medvedev. He's arrested in Bangkok. He's co-founder and second-in-command of something called Infraud. Never heard of this before. Basically, oh, wow. Wow, he straight up got, yeah, they got him, they got him in shackles. They got him in bracelets. So, yeah, so it looks like he held over 100,000 Bitcoin in his hand. Not $100,000 worth, a hundred thousand bitcoin that's worth almost a billion dollars y'all 900 million dollars worth of bitcoin how we got those that's an interesting question they're basically doing a worldwide uh cyber criminal crackdown working with local police in different you know uh countries jurisdictions i guess it was thailand's central investigation bureau the cib uh they confirmed the raid did take place um not they're being a little tight-lipped about it but 
That is a huge 900 million. The guy was dude was almost a billionaire back in December. He was a billionaire on in crypto, hiding out there in in Thailand. Got taken by the feds. So just another example that crime doesn't pay. Kids does not pay. All right. So. Uh, oh hell no. There we go. All right. So also this is interesting. Crypto mining Android devices. Or, or Android device are being crypto mined for Monero. Check this out. They call it. Uh, why are all these pages down? They, they call it uh, drive-by crypto mining. <laughs> Instead of drive-bys, they're I don't know mining <laughs> on your Android devices. So basically, when you go to some of the, some of these sites, you're getting forced redirects and uh, on some of these trojanized apps which are sending you to places that are mining off of the hash power the little bit of hash power you have on your android device but a little bit can create a lot apparently some of them are being are being hidden through through uh fake captchas captchas uh you know those little things where they ask you if you're a robot or if you're a human or i'm not a robot and here's so and and then sometimes they they redirect you to phony like support services and they kind of hijack some of your some of your uh, usage on your on your Android machine. So yeah, and and then here's like and there's a list at the bottom of this page. Links as usual at the at in the description for all of these videos. Uh, uh, if you are watching it on YouTube, if you're only listening to it on a podcast, go to our YouTube channel, Google Blacks and Bitcoin podcast and go to that site and make sure you check out our videos on YouTube because we have links to all of our pertinent information every week. Yay! That's right. So, so these are some of these domains you want to look out for. Um, some of the traffic for these for these have been, been really huge. Think of it. 34.21 million people have got on just this one site have been have had their devices hijacked and mined from Monero. Business be booming. And now, now while this is very surreptitious and shady, I would like to bring up uh, an outfit that's being a little bit more upfront with their intentions. Check this out. I just found this out. To, I just found this out today. Salon is actually coming up with an alternative form of advertising. Not even advertising. Alternative form of income. So, and so let's say you have an ad blocker on, right? Because that kind of blocks off one of their their uh, revenues, uh, avenues revenue. I'm using the Brave browser, which comes in with a built-in ad blocker. Way to go, Brave. But um, but if you want to go to Salon and you're using the ad blocker, they kindly ask you to take it down. And if not, they offer you an alternative. They actually say that they're actually offering you, oh, and actually, so I can, we can't even see this picture because it's on the Brave browser. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Hold on. It's, it's being blocked automatically. Let me bring it up on on chrome and drag it over see if that works okay let's do this no we don't want to watch there we go because they showed oh oh maybe not i guess it's being blocked also i've got ad blockers all over the place and see that kind of makes my point so basically, as an alternative way of making money, they're actually offering you the option to allow Salon to use, you know, a, a portion of your GPU, your your graphical processing unit power, in order to mine uh, cryptocurrency for them while you read the news. 
fair trade-off, not fair trade-off? I don't know, but I like where their head's at only because they're being upfront and honest. They're like, look, we need to pay for all this quality reporting somehow. So either you can you can have ads on the side and, and disrupt your, your reading experience, or you can continue your, your ad-blocked reading experience, which you probably enjoy because you're using an ad blocker, and we will just you know use a little hash power to make some money. Now, what would truly be innovative, now this is one way you can really get some, some buy into this. Now, what they're doing is fine. I don't hate on them for that. It's a smart idea. What I actually would propose, and they probably wouldn't be for it, but if you really want this to work, Salon, what you should do is you should cut people in on the profits. If you're going to be using my GPU, let's, let's, say, let's say you're using 10% of my, of my GPU uh, processing power, right? And that let's say that mines you, I don't know, you know, 0.01, uh, you know, uh, 0.01 Monero or something while you're while I'm uh, on your site for a day or something like that. Is there anything wrong with cutting me in with like say 0.03 Monero? Uh, sorry, sorry, 0.003 Monero would that kill you? 0.002 Monero would that kill you? See, if you really want some buy-in on this, there's got to be something in it for me. So I would actually think that'd be that'd be a really cool way to expand that program. Is if if you're asking me to use my my power to to read your site, then why not why not I get a little kickback? That would increase buy-in to this idea. You probably have everyone switching over to that. Uh, foreign revenue stream because I'm making some money, you're making some money. Share the love. Don't be greedy. All right. So, anyways, didn't mean to get sidetracked on that, but I, that idea just really kind of came to me in the moment. Yay! Okay, so on to your favorite section, my favorite section. Cue the music. That's right. We got new music this week, y'all. It is your Tron James. Uh, no! Javon James, you're out. Javon's been on a little shaky ground recently with BitConnect going down in flames, people kind of gutting for him, him switching up his styles on his YouTube channel. I mean, I still watch uh, occasionally, but he's not the same Javon we fell in love with. So our new honorary coin count name is CryptoFace. A little over 2,200 subscribers. If you're not familiar, he is hysterical. Um... Very politically incorrect. Definitely not for everybody. Loves him some trap music <laughs> from the South. Uh, but he's he's someone that we're going to get to know um, over these next uh, uh, few weeks. Mostly because he has some really innovative approaches to to crypto, uh, crypto botting. And we'll get into that shortly. So our new honorary coin count honoree is CryptoFace. So welcome to the CryptoFace honorary coin count. And this is where I talk about the different cryptocurrencies I'm hodling and their current prices. Um, so let's take a look at what we are hodling today. Go to the coins. All right, so let's go to... Let's go to... Here we go. Let's give this a good old refresh. This looks like it's from last night. There we go. So, so first the big three. You know we're hodling these all day long. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. Look at those week to weeks. Oh my gosh, 15%, 12%, Litecoin is on fire. And let's take a look at Litecoin real quick. Let's just let's just talk about like what's going on right now. Now Litecoin, 
Now, now, Litecoin, now, as we know, famously, I originally got into Bitcoin at $88 per 2013. Ethereum, I was a little later to the party because I was a bit of a hater. <laughs> and we got into that at 357 per coin. And now we're up to... Uh, actually, where are we up to on, on Ethereum? On ETH. Oop, no, Bitcoin, we don't want that. Where are we on ETH? On ETH, we're at... No, oh, wow, 9.11. So that's nice. $911.47. And that's also up 7% in the day. But Litecoin, Light Sizzle. What is going on with Litecoin? Why has it had 40%, 30% in the last day, or, or day to day? It's just, it's going bonkers. And that's because they made a big announcement. Let's, let's track this down real quick. They made a big announcement about Litecoin Light Pay. So. So, th so basically, they're creating a competitor to BitPay. They asked to be part of BitPay's business uh, instant transfer service. Basically, BitPay is a company based out of Atlanta that has a service uh, dedicated to um, helping businesses instantly uh, transact in Bitcoin and maybe even a couple other cryptocurrencies so that there's no loss of fiat dollar value. So if I, I want to pay you at your your coffee shop, you know, $5 in Bitcoin, but the price fluctuates, as we know, moment to moment, they will instantly transact to you, uh, to the, to the, the business $5 in fiat currency. So there, so since, so LightPay basically claimed that they got stiff armed, um, by, they got, they got stiff armed by, by BitPay. So they're creating their own LightPay. Now this is going to be exciting because, because basically they're saying that, because basically LightPay has been, is, been getting more adoption because it's quicker, it's uh, lower fees, and it's been around forever. It's the digital silver to Bitcoin's digital gold. So here comes LightPay. They say they're opening up on on the 26th of February. That's like, what, a week and some change from now? Check it out. Here's the tweet from LightPay Inc. We started because the people asked BitPay to accept Litecoin. They wouldn't, so we took the challenge. Infrastructure for LTC february 26 pay with litecoin light pay wow game changer huh so so basically it said if successful light pay could potentially revolutionize cryptocurrency by truly taking it to the mainstream and and basically point of sale has always been one of the one of one of the stumbling blocks for bitcoin because bitcoin right now is primarily being seen as a store of value a long-term uh uh a storage value uh, asset mostly because of the confirmation system uh, the lightning yet network has yet to be adopted widely yet although we took a great big step in that direction the other day coinbase announced they're using segwit which is the the building blocks for accepting lightning network and they're going to be bundling transactions so the mempool should stay at a fairly low uh, volume and we should get nice cheap uh cheaper transactions than what we've been seeing out of Coinbase. Because I don't know if you remember, but Coinbase actually single-handedly clogs the hell out of the mempool just because with individual transactions. Now they're batching them under SegWit and then releasing them, you know, in a group instead of one at a time, clogging up the works. So yeah, so this is very interesting. LightPay. I'm intrigued. I have some LightPay. I've never really paid for anything with LightPay. I've paid for stuff with Bitcoin. My, my masseuse, shout out to Erin Raymond. Uh, I paid her in, in Bitcoin, but I haven't done it with Litecoin yet. So maybe we'll, we'll take a look at that. Maybe. Okay. So, so yeah, so those are the big three. Let's get back to the markets. So those are the big three. So that's why Litecoin's on fire. And as you can see, actually, look, look at the seven-day. 
all these gains came from yesterday when that went out. That is bananas. When is high? How high did it go? When is high as 213? Yeah, so it's still up there. So hold, grab onto that rocket ship light pay and hold on for dear life, aka HODL. All right, what else are we looking at? What else we got? We have Dash. Let's go back to let's go back to the charts. Dash is hanging in there. Um, up up 10% over the last day. Uh, and so da in the last seven days, Dash, what's Dash doing? And Dash, as you know, is a privacy coin. I'm a big believer in it. I actually have a uh, a downloaded Dash wallet. I love me some Dash. Um, and over the last week, yeah, it's, it's done really well. It's, it's increased by over $100. So uh, it's finding its way back to the black. That basic attention token that is what we're using the Brave browser. That's you know, that's the the home token of the Brave browser. Today it is up. Oh yes, 40 up to 40 cents. Awesome. That's up 12 percent over the last day. What else? Uh, Monero. Actually, I did a write up on Monero. I'm not sure if you guys will see it, but um, I did a write up on Monero, and I like Monero because we know it works. The bit petite scammers used it to exit, and no one's seen or heard from them since. So Monero works. It's another, another privacy coin. That's up 13% of the day. Damn, everything's up. I love it. I can't wait to update my spreadsheet today. Feels good, doesn't it, y'all? We've, we've been in the bear market and trading sideways for like the last six weeks, and it feels good to be back on our gains. No, that's not what we wanted. Change Ellie. Nope, nope, nope. Storage. Storage, here we go. A dollar seven, up five percent from yesterday. This is a great spreadsheet day, y'all. Loving it. XLM, our portfolio's looking good. Overall, our portfolio's had ups and downs. It's so we at our at its zenith, at its height, we were up fifty percent. We had fifty percent no, I'm sorry, at its zenith, we were we had hundred and twenty-three percent ROI at its height. That was as a wow that's only a month ago that was january 7th 2018 god january feels like a year ago in crypto time at its zenith our portfolio was up to 123.97 percent roi 124 percent and at its nadir we were at as low as negative 8.76 percent just a little over a week ago actually yeah uh february 5th today We've recut. Well, I haven't done the numbers for today, but as of yesterday, we were back up to 4.35% ROI. This is a hell of a swing, y'all. No one said crypto was for the, you know, the 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 week of heart, okay? But over time, I truly believe we'll see more 124% than we'll see 4.35%. So either way, we're still ahead, barely. And let's enjoy days like today. Just kind of like in poker. When I was playing professional poker, mostly small stakes online and small stakes live tournaments, I mean, when you'd have a big score, when you'd ship a tournament, no greater feeling in the world. And you really need to cling to that because more often than not, you'll have more losing days and winning days in poker. Now, with crypto, it's a little bit of the opposite, but when it goes down, it goes down, and it really tests your faith. So I appreciate all of you hodlers out there, all of you guys who've been with Blacks and Bitcoin since day one, even the people who are new who just picked up the podcast. Way to hang in there. Hoddle on, my friend. Hoddle on. <laughs> okay, so Stellar. Stellar's great. It's up 5% 
day-to-day uh, uh, -day sub substratum this is what's going to set your internet free and combat net neutrality this one's up five percent on the day everything's up at least five percent you notice that y'all it's, it's a really good day let's see here will be the real test ripio ripio credit network this is going to offer peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending and they are eh, okay they're up about three percent they basically went up like a penny that one's had a challenged um a challenged uh, lifetime. It was an ICO. It, it's, look at his existence. Yeah, it was an ICO back in in October. Um, I we came in. Now this is one we we've definitely taken a loss. We got in at 38 cents per coin and went as high as 50 cents per coin and now at 18 cents. It's it's in the doldrums. But they have a long roadmap. Um, I have faith in what they're trying to do and this is a long-term hodl. It's not a shit coin. Just it's just a long-term play. And then BLT, a.k.a. Bloom. This one, it's a little concerning, only because we got in as an ICO at $1.26. And at its height, it went up to $2.59 back on, yeah, once again, on our best day ever, uh, or, when our, or, our, or our, our, at our height for ROI, which was January 7th. And it's never sniffed hide nor hair of that since. It's trading at 74 cents today. So this is down 1.92%. I recorded it yesterday at 71 cents. We actually have a small profit on that today. But either way, as you can see, it's about half. Uh, it's it's a little, little less than half of what its original what our, our ICO price was. This is another long-term play. Bloom is the is the coin where they're offering to remake the entire global. Uh, credit system. Actually, as a matter of fact, there really isn't a global credit system. They're all d different countries. They're looking to create a global credit system that's more fair than the ridiculous junk we have, especially here in the United States. Uh, and then finally, and then yeah, and then so we'll we'll cut off there. Of course, we're still holding a bag with BitConnect, just just for shits and giggles. Yeah, BCC coins are somehow they're up like 29%. Who the hell's buying this shit coin? But if this ever turns around, we'll be in good shape. Not likely not likely so thank you everybody for tuning in to the crypto face honorary coin count i count my coins and you get your coins and we all get rich together all right so with that and let's let's stop the music <laughs> there we go so without further ado Instead of so instead of altcoin of the week, we're going to have altcoins of the week. All right, because let's talk botting. All right, we are talking botting. I know I've teased this for a few weeks, but now it's time to to take the cover off and unveil what I've been obsessing about over the last month. I am all in on software botting, crypto algorithmic trading program called Profit Trailer. Check this out. So Profit Trailer, so basically it's a it's a Bitcoin trading bot, all right. Or you can use Ethereum or some other uh, base pairs depending on what exchange you use. Now it, it there is a steep learning curve, and I do mean steep, all right. It's not it's it's there's a lot of you no know, great thing is that there's a lot of help out there on YouTube, in Discord channels and chats. Uh, maybe even on Reddit too, uh, where people are are very willing to help, and I'm willing to help anybody looking to get into it too, because it's a community. It needs it needs it needs help. Everyone we want everyone to win in this community. But basically, <clears throat> it's an automated uh, trading bot. Takes all the emotion out of of 
of trading and just makes buys and sells off this algorithmic pattern. It does the work for you, but like I mentioned, there's a steep learning curve. I say it, would t it took me about two weeks before I really felt comfortable with, uh, with adjusting some of the settings in the bot. And, uh, there, and there is room out there for a more user-friendly um, uh, GUI for a trading bot. But right now, a lot of these trading bots involve a lot of light coding, it helps if you have a little bit of chart analysis, technical analysis in your background. But um, let me give you a brief overview of some strategies and how it works. Basically, so they have three licenses. Um, you can use it, which means you can use it with three different exchanges. You can use it for Poloniex, Poloniex, Bittrex, or Binance. I start off with Poloniex, which was a mistake, only because Poloniex of the three is the smallest of the exchanges. They only have about 60 tradable pairs of Bitcoin, whereas Binance, which I end up spending, you know, another 0 0.03 uh, Bitcoin to acquire the license to, whereas Binance, they uh, have almost 300 trading pairs off Bitcoin. And basically, the more pairs are out there to trade with, the better your chances are of finding that little diamond, you know, gem of a coin in the rough that's pumping for a few hours or a day or so. So, so, so as you can see, it's, um, so if you buy, if you just buy one license, it's, it's, 0.03. There are some add-ons in this world, something called Profit Trailer Feeder, which adjusts to the market conditions on the fly. I've experimented some with that, and it did okay for me, but I really found power in your boy, CryptoFace. He is a crazy man. He has some settings where he's had some days where he's had five, six, almost 7% returns, whatever. I've been messing around with some of his settings, and I haven't reached those heights yet, but I'm now starting to look like getting about 2% consistently a day. Um, I, obviously, I would like more. We're always kind of t uh, tweaking and tinkering. This guy is a notorious tinkerer. Uh, but uh, everyone, but there are a lot of different strategies out there. Uh, a lot of different, you know, buying and selling strategies. You'll want to, you know, basically do some research on so you know what you're, you're doing a little bit. But it really is a, a powerful, effective tool. And it's a lot of fun. All right. So let me show you, you know, let me let me show you my bot. Now, mind you, this isn't all my Bitcoin. This is like a sample amount because I want to get a good handle on this before anything crazy happens. And quite honestly, if you have a small amount. Over time, that shit compounds, okay? So check this out. So this is my dashboard. Let me explain what's going on here because a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I, I, I know, it's, I know it's, it's, it's a bit much. Lots of going on here. Let's do, there we go. Let's get over here. There we go. Okay. And why is this, really? Are we not, can we full screen? There we go. Okay, I think that works. All right, so so th here's what's going on. So this is my active Bitcoin balance. This is how much Bitcoin I have left over. This is how much uh, of my to of my total Binance account for this uh, bot, including my Bitcoin balance. And th this is what they say: the current value of your bags. And a bag is basically what you're holding until you sell it. And usually bags are in red because you know the classic strategy: buy low, sell high. Right, so you always, so your strategy is always some form of buying in at a negative number. To give you an example, now this is where it gets really confusing. Don't mind all this stuff. I'll just show you what you kind of really need to know. So the strategy I'm working right now is called EMA gain. 
basically based off of exponential moving averages. It's kind of complicated. Look it up on Investopedia, and it might make a little more sense. But basically, it's designed for for trends, for for trending moving averages, and moving averages of like say the past. Was it like I forget how many days? Maybe it's the past 20, 12 and twenty-four, thirteen and thirty-four days, whatever. And basically, off of calculations, off of that, it, it figures out the optimal entry point to buy a stock that, or not a stock. Sorry, these are all stock-like terms. To buy a coin when it's going down some, but it's ready to pump up big. All right. So, for example, so like my, so I'm looking to buy in at negative 0.75. It actually might still be on 0.89. Uh, uh, value so that when because you want to buy when it's because you don't want you don't want to you don't want to buy when it's pumping you want to buy right before the pump right so you're usually getting it at a negative this is our pairs log this shows you all the different pairs that I own right now uh, or, or this shows some of them I'll get to this one right here in a minute and so basically I'm holding Litecoin because Litecoin is pumping look at that the last 24 hours 20% like we were talking about right uh, not sure what this one is APP Although it sold for me before, Ince Dash. Welcome back, Dash. Love you, Dash. Now this isn't Dash that I actually own myself. This is just you know trading Dash, all right? And and basically you're and basically what I'm doing, I'm making about mm, 35 to 45 tiny trades a day. Check out the sales log. Check out the sales log. There we go. So, so on this sales log, so look at, so these profits, they're not huge. 48 cents, 53 cents, 253, but it's all in Bitcoin and that's what we want because think about, because what I'm doing every day is I'm accumulating between one to two, hopefully three or 4% in Bitcoin a day and Bitcoin come this summer when it really pumps, I, I honestly believe that Bitcoin will be up to about 20, 25,000 by this summer. I mean, all this cheap Bitcoin we're accumulating every day is really going to add up and in a hurry. All right. And then DCA. So here's now here's part of the secret sauce. What makes this uh, such an interesting and powerful program is that DCA stands for dollar cost averaging, and that's a concept of that when when you're holding when you're holding a coin, right? Uh, so let's say we bought a coin for for a dollar, and then it drops in value to 50 cents. So basically what we're going to do is double down on how much we have at 50 cents to bring the dollar cost average down. I guess that would be, I guess that'd bring the average down to 75 cents so that once the price of the coin rises to 75 cents or above, we're actually going to be in profit because we doubled down at 50 cents. So dollar cost averaging is really powerful here. And what it, so what this bot does is that it sets levels that, that once a coin hits a certain amount, it doubles down the coin and then it doubles down again and it keeps doubling down to as many levels as you can afford or that you want to stop. Now, now part of my issue in, in some of the other strategies was that I was DCAing way too much. I was doubling down like five or six levels deep. That gets pretty expensive pretty damn quick. Now, I've capped my DCAs to two. I only go two levels deep. If a coin can't figure out what it's doing when I basically have, you know, you know, four times the amount of coins in it in a span of a day or so, then it's probably a shit coin. And you don't want to be held with shit bags. And so the great thing about switching to one of crypto faces strategies that is that I'm, I'm limiting my DCAs to two levels. My worst coin is down... 
only about eight percent. There are other times in the earlier in the in the earlier weeks I was stuck with bags as big as twenty, twenty nine. One was thirty percent down in value, and I just had to eat that loss. That was a mistake on my part. But now using this system, my, my bags are limited to an extent. And and the, the cool thing about DCA is, is that when it does sell, when you do get profit, when you hit your profit uh, margins, it really does pay off uh, in twofold. So, and just and I know this might be getting a little technical, but just to kind of wrap up how this whole thing works, the basic concept, the reason why it's called profit trailer is that it identifies an entry point for for buying a coin, right? So with this one, it said the trigger, oh, so that's a sell trigger. So with most of these, with, with, with multi, most of these pairs and buy logs, it's usually negative uh, seven. So in my case, it was negative 7.5, right? So a coin is down negative 0.75% over a certain period of time. That trigger, that, that sets off a trigger to of a buy signal. And then what the bot does is that it trails it, whether it goes down or up. So it wants to get, so once it hits negative 7.5, once it starts pumping up, within a certain amount, which is preset by the bot, it actually decides to buy in because it sees that it's on its way back up. So that's, so it's called profit trailer because it trails the profit. So, and, and similar thing when you're ready to sell. So, because that, that way you're not stuck buying a coin that's only going down. If you buy it, at, if you buy, if you, if you trip a sell trigger at negative seven, negative 0.75 and it goes down to like negative 1.75, it's probably going to keep going down, right? We don't want that coin. But if it hits a sell trigger at negative 7.5 but actually starts going up, the profit trailer has been watching that coin at that sell trigger, at the buy trigger, and it jumps right in once it goes up, in, you know, an appropriate amount to ride the wave on the way back up. And then on the on, conversely, as you see here, I have my sell triggers at 0.89. So once it hits 0.89% in profit, then profit trailer trails to profit. So if it goes to one, well, so let's say the trailing profit measure is 0.25, right? And let's say our trigger for simpler numbers is 0.75. So let's say if, if we hit 0.75, that's our sell trigger. And then profit trailer starts watching the coin, looking for a chance to sell, to sell high, right? So let's say we hit 0.75 on a coin and it goes up to a dollar, goes up to a dollar fifty, a dollar seventy-five. You know, we're getting all this great profit, but let's say it drops. Let's say our trailing profit is 0.25. So that means that once it drops below 0.25, that means we're going to sell because that means we've probably got as much profit as we're going to get. So if it goes from 0.75 to 1.75, but drops down to say 1.4, we sell because we've locked in our profit and ri without risking any further downside. It's really a cool program. This might have been a little bit convoluted, but hit me with your questions. I love talking about this bot. I'm very, I, I love this bot. And, and, and as CryptoFace would say, you gotta name your bot. I've named my bot Roy, as in R-O-I, Roy. That's my boy. Roy's the boy. And today, what are we, how are we doing today? So today, we've, it's only been, it's West Coast time, about noon. It's only been pumping for about, uh, 12 hours, and we are at. See what is that? Point zeros. So this is your. This is my profit today, right here. So far, like I said, we've got. We're only working with small amounts. Point zero zero one nine two two nine zero Bitcoin divided by yesterday's closing level is point one eight eight seven. So we're already at 1% for the day, and the day is, is halfway done. And we've got all these pairs working for us. This one might sell in the next you know, 15, 20 minutes. 
Um, some DCAs in the green. Do we have any DCAs in the green? Nope. These ones are all these are all manageable bags. Like all these, these all these will probably sell within the day. This one you don't you never know, and this one might be a little bit longer. Um, but but just but to give you an example, I was down. I was looking at a bag yesterday. Uh, I was talking to my mom. I was complaining about this one shit bag called DGD. <laughs> it was down almost 10% last night. I wake up this morning. It's down eight. It's still down around 8%. And then in the space of like 20 minutes, it goes from negative 8.7% to sold. Check this shit out. To sold DGD. Here it is. For a profit of 1.73%, it DCA'd twice, so I was holding about four four times my original investment in it, and it got us back, you know, uh, 293 in profit. So the well, it doesn't sound like much. These are, it's all adding up. It's all Bitcoin uh, that's being added to our pile, and in the future, this is all going to be worth a lot of money. So welcome to Roy, and I think maybe in future podcasts we'll have more updates on Roy the boy. All right, so this week's ICO, did you know, and it's not exactly even an ICO. It's more like, because this, this thing exists, <clears throat> actually, this, this chain, I mean, uh, this, <clears throat> this coin exists. It's called WANChain. WANChain. All right, so what do we know about WANChain? It's actually, <clears throat> it's been getting a lot of popularity in crypto recently. I've seen a lot of chatter about it, but basically it's a platform or a protocol like Ethereum or NEO for financial products. And basically anyone kind of make a, a, a token. Well, maybe not just for financial products, but it seems to be heavily financially based and that's what they're kind of promoting for. So you can basically create, you know, uh, smart contracts and, and uh, economy tokens on this platform and protocol um, it, they, it includes a decentralized exchange where you could exchange uh, <clears throat> or where you can exchange other WAN chain tokens for other WAN chain tokens uh, they also include a multi-asset wallet which is compatible with WAN and which is their native token WAN and other tokens on the WAN chain um, it's got some privacy features which are pretty attractive um, uh, let's see actually let's go into so yeah, so so basically, uh, it's 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 got some privacy coin features like private send, uh, a, this thing called ring signature and one-time address. So basically, you could do multi-signature one-time addresses if you really want to to uh, keep your anonymity, uh, which is really kind of uh, which was really kind of cool. I mean, one-time addresses, you know, it's basically throwaway addresses in case you're dealing with someone you don't really know or don't want to be tracked. Uh, the team is based out of Beijing and Austin. So as you might expect, the founder, Jack Liu, um, looks like he has uh, graduated from Peking University and, U and the Ohio State University. So that's so he's got a foothold in both cultures. Uh, and, and, and the team has, has got a lot, of, uh, a lot of Chinese and Asian people, as you would expect a Beijing-based uh, <clears throat> company and coin would be. But it's a very it's a very big team, a sprinkling of women, which we see a few more women. Um, and, but, but still it's a very, it's a very big team. Uh, uh, it seems like a lot of people are involved in it. The advisors, uh, I actually, have I, I personally haven't heard of too many of them, but I think I might've heard of some of their affiliations. 
the North America Blockchain Association, uh, the S League. Let's see, uh, River Capital. Yeah. So, so these, so they've got a legit group of advisors. Now, why this doesn't necessarily qualify as an ICO is that it looks like we just missed their crowd sale. They raised 35 million in, in their ICO, so they're set. They are sufficiently capitalized. So I'm intrigued when it comes to, see, I'm not sure when it's on exchanges. I'm not sure if it's on exchange yet. Um, if, if we, as I tried looking it up on coin market cap, land chain, and it doesn't show up. So I'm not sure it's out to exchanges yet, but it seems like they've got a lot of momentum behind them. They've got a lot, their social media is robust, 82,000 followers. It's impressive. Um, so yeah, so it might be worth uh, might be worth a look. So check out Wanchain uh, and let and actually go to our poll. Uh, we're gonna we do a poll every week on Blacks and Bitcoin on on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/BlacksandBitcoin, and ask you if you would invest in the ICO. Did you know this week? And this week's podcast and last week's podcast, uh, we asked were you going to invest in the Coinvest ICO. 100% of you said hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. So I will post after this pod whether uh, the poll whether you are interested in investing in WANCHAIN. And, and, uh, and as always, this is not financial advice. I urge everyone to do your own research. But I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll be curious to see when it's available on the exchange. I'd probably want to get in on that as soon as possible. So check out, so check out WANCHAIN and all of their various community properties because they actually have a really – that's another sign of a healthy – uh, coin is a very robust community. 82,000 on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook's popping. What, what's their Facebook got? Facebook has, ooh, Facebook has 16,000 people following it. So yeah, so you know, check out Wanchain, do your own research. But I'm inclined. I might, I might, I might have to, to, to get into that. Oh, and also uh, an update on Coinvest. This is sad. This makes me sad. So Coinvest actually gave a notice via email the other day instead of launching on 16th their ICO on the 16th they're actually backing it up to March 9th is that right yeah yeah so now they added March 9th because they want to do some more uh, KYC know your customer um, provisions to make sure they're on the right side of the law so there and I think they're actually they might have raised their their presale cap too. So now we've got 22 more days until the Coinvest ICO and please believe I am all over that like as they say white on rice. Let's do that. Let's do that fam. Once again, not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice. All right. So this week's ask a BTC guy. <laughs> This is when you send me your crypto questions, and I give away $10 in BTC for my Coinbase tipping wallet um, to the top three questions I get every week. All you have to do is email your questions at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com in order to enter and win. And guess what? Nobody sent me any questions. What's going on, y'all? No questions. So therefore, I can't give out any money, any, any BTC. So come on, let's do better, y'all. Let's do better, family. Send me your Bitcoin questions. I do want to know your crypto questions. Let's answer them on the air. I love giving away free BTC. It's my favorite thing to do. I haven't given away BTC uh, in a, in a, in a, uh, since the last um, podcast. I'm itching to give away some BTC. So help a brother out. Send me your questions. Email your crypto questions to 
blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com, and we'll get everything handled on the air. All right? All right. For the culture. All right. So what do we do this week? So this week, actually, I went and saw for a second time, and and happy Valentine's Day, by the way. I, Oh, whoa, Uncle Drew trailer. I'm going to have to come back to that. <laughs> this looks really dumb. <laughs> uh, so so I actually went, and this I'm not sure if this is going to be a great Valentine's Day movie. Uh, it's definitely going to spark some debate. But I went and saw Phantom Thread twice now. Now, Phantom Thread, it's a pretty amazing movie, only because there's so much going on with it in a fairly subtle manner. You almost don't even know who to root for. You know, DDL, Daniel Day-Lewis, or or the woman he's fallen for, or his beleaguered sister, Cyril, played by Leslie Manville. Also, and these two are both Oscar-nominated, and I think, honestly, it's a it's a crying shame Vicky Creeps, um, or Kreps, I'm not sure how you say her name. She's uh, from Luxembourg. Uh, she did an outstanding job holding her own uh, against Daniel Day-Lewis in quiet, persistent fashion. Uh, someone on Twitter described this movie as love as a form of lethal glue, and to be honest with you, I'm kind of inclined to agree with them. It This movie is wild. It has... So, just to give you an example of how all over the place this movie is, I really don't want to give too much away about it. Basically, as you can tell from the trailers, uh, an obsessive-compulsive man, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, who who uh, is a dressmaker, uh, a famed British dressmaker in the 1950s, falls for a waitress named Alma, and she becomes his muse. And what happens after that is just, I mean, it's, it's great. Oh, wow, these, these art stills are uh, incredible. And, and the dresses are amazing, too. I'm not, I can't, I'm not sure who did the dresses. The dresses are amazing, too. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is just, of course, his uh, method actor, obsessive, compulsive best. He's great. Vicky Crepes uh, as the muse, even though she's, just a waitress compared to this rich, famous, you know, uh, dressmaker, fictional dressmaker. She holds her own in every scene with him. It's fascinating to watch. It really is. Um, basically, my review of it for the old Cinema Draft group chat, um, uh, of, of which we still keep a torch alive in, was I said a second viewing of Phantom Thread yields a lot more answers. It's disturbingly accurate how love can be a kind of revelatory, symbiotic, regenerative process of mutually agreed self-destruction. And I think Vicky Creeps is the real MVP. It's so easy to get bulldozed by DDL, but her character stands her ground and really plays him like a fiddle. It's just, it's it's this movie has got a constant unspoken tension between these two of who's controlling who for whom. I mean, it kind of it, it's it's a little bit reminiscent of first season Scandal. For those of you who are Scandal fans, remember that scene in uh, in in the Rose Garden, whatever, where where you know where you know, he where you know Tony Goldwyn's president basically says, "No, you control me. I wait for your call. I'm here for you." Know it's it. There's a really odd push and pull between these two characters, which is just fascinating to watch. Just fascinating, and. I need to see it a third time, to be honest with you. And maybe a third time, I need to actually take uh, a woman with me because I'm just really interested to see uh, uh, someone else's perspective on this movie because it really it really kind of stays with you. The more you think about it, the more you discover the onion layers it has to pull back and reveal on itself. 
It's really good stuff. Phantom Thread, check it out. And, it's, and of course, it's beautifully styled. The, the costume designer is definitely going to win an Oscar for this. I mean, the dresses are fantastic. Pro- production designer, too, probably has a good shot if they're nominated. Um, and then DDL, actually, it's probably a, a two-person, race, two-person race between Daniel Day-Lewis and... Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill. And actually, I think people, there might be a slight backlash against Darkest Hour, uh, Gary Oldman's film. So Daniel Day-Lewis might actually win another Oscar and then go off in the sunset, retiring with another Oscar. But he's, he's great. The movie's great. It's, it's so good. So yes, love as equally mutually, as mutually agreed destruction. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Okay, so we're going to bring this plane in for a landing. Where can you find Blacks in Bitcoin? Go to blacksinbitcoin.com. That is blacksinbitcoin.com. Also, we are on Twitter at Blacks in Bitcoin, Facebook, Blacks in Bitcoin, Instagram at Blacks in Bitcoin. You see the theme here? We don't have Snapchat, none of that. Also, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever your favorite podcast outlet lives. Also, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That help us out a lot. Actually, you can just do a search for Blacks in Bitcoin podcast, and that should bring up, boom, our site right there. Check it out. Nope, we already know what we sound like. There we go. <clears throat> and you can see all of our wonderful, uh, all of our wonderful previous podcasts. You can check out and watch, learn, enjoy. Entertain. Also, uh, make sure you go to SoundCloud, wherever. Also, check out our archives on our podcast uh, outlets as well. Subscribe there too. If you're interested in my fancy movie uh, style game, Cinema Draft, go to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Check it out. We are not currently running. We're still out here raising money, but we do have samples of the beta, our promotional video, and also an instructional video on how the game works as well. So definitely check that out. And the easiest way to support the podcast, give us a five-star review on iTunes or any of your podcasting outlets. Also, share it with your friends and family on social media. The more we know about it, the better and bigger the giveaways can be. Also, feel free to open up a Coinbase account if you haven't already by using our link in in the description. If you make at least a $10 purchase of Bitcoin via Coinbase, they'll give you $10 and they'll kick me $10. And I'll appreciate that. And we'll watch our money, or we'll watch our coins grow together. And also feel free to tip me at my blockchain wallet if you are already Bitcoin savvy. So next week uh, may be done on a Tuesday as I'm going under the knife for a little old man knee surgery. So it might be a solo pod if there is one at all. But if you don't hear from me for a couple weeks, don't freak out. I'm just convalescing. Uh, in the coming weeks, we look forward to having, legitimately this time, Bitcoin writer-journalist Diamond Michael Scott and redoing our Lost podcast with CNBC segment producer Courtney Brown. So everybody, as we, as we play ourselves out, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and watching. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being in Bitcoin with me and giving me an outlet to share my passion. And of course, if you love Bitcoin, huddle if you hear me.